When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is my guys in the desert. Femi Abebefe filling in for Stormy Bon and Tony. It's going to be a great hour here on the show. Make sure to tweet at us. We want to hear from you guys at VEASAN Live on Twitter, at Femi Abebefe. It's where you can find me. Coming up, a couple great guests on the program this afternoon. Vinny Maiulo, odds maker over at the South Point in 15 minutes. We're going to ask Vinny about these preseason totals in the NFL, 14 of the 17 games going over the total this past week. And then in 30 minutes, Reed Fowler, NFL DraftKings analyst and also an analyst for the PGA. He's going to join us in studio to talk all things season-long player props and NFL futures. We'll also sprinkle in a little golf as well with Reed. But first, we begin with the top five stories that you need to know as a better here on this Monday. The number one story, surprise, surprise, the Alabama Crimson tied atop the preseason AP college football top 25 poll. The Crimson Tide are also the betting favorites to win the national title at plus 175. They received 54 first place votes from the Riders. This is the seventh time in 15 years under head coach Nick Saban that they've been ranked number one at the start of the season. As you see Alabama right now, the favorite over at DraftKings. Ohio State is ranked number two in this poll after receiving six first place votes. The Buckeyes have been featured in the preseason poll a record 34 straight seasons. Ohio State right now plus 300 to win the CFP. Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, Utah, Michigan, Oklahoma, and Baylor round out the top 10. Notably absent, though, the LSU Tigers, who are ranked in every preseason poll dating back to 2000. Our number two story that you need to know, the Texas Longhorns also absent from the top 25. Unfortunately, though, on the field, have suffered from the injury bug early on in fall camp. Texas wide receiver Isaiah Nair and offensive lineman Junior Anuglua sustained serious knee injuries during the Longhorns' first scrimmage of the fall, potentially putting their 2022 seasons in doubt according to 24-7 Sports. Both of those starters would have made a big impact on the offense. Also, running back Roshan Johnson reportedly suffered a sprained ankle during the same scrimmage and was seen wearing a walking boot, but his injury isn't expected to be a long-term issue. Johnson has been the team's second-leading rusher in each of the past two seasons. Right now, you see Texas's betting profile. Eight and a half is the win total, plus 280 to win the Big 12, and eight to one would be like the Texas Longhorns to be back and make the college football playoff. The number three story that you need to know is that it's Christmas in August. 
How about that? The NBA schedule over the weekend was reportedly leaked for the Christmas Day slate, and it is a doozy of a schedule. Here are the five games that are reported from Sham Sharania over at The Athletic. You have Bucks at Celtics. 76ers at the Knicks, Suns at Nuggets, Lakers at Mavericks, and the Grizzlies at the Warriors. This slate features the last three NBA champions in Golden State, Milwaukee, and the Lakers. Also features the last five players to win the regular season MVP in Nikola Jokic, Giannis, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Steph Curry. The league has yet to officially announce the schedule, but once they do, best believe the sportsbooks will post up some sides and totals. The number four story that you need to know is that, notably absent from the Christmas Day slate, the Brooklyn Nets. What's up with that? Well, this is likely due to the uncertainty surrounding the futures of their superstars Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Durant, of course, asked for the trade at the start of free agency, but his wish has yet to be granted. And according to ESPN's Brian Windhorst, he says the situation is currently at a stalemate as the Nets are not getting the offers that they want from other teams. Over at DraftKings, Durant's next team odds are as follows. The Nets right now are the odds-on favorite at minus 240 because they might not be able to find a suitor, but below them, you see the Boston Celtics at plus 225, Phoenix Suns at 4-1, to Toronto Raptors plus 650, the Miami Heat at 9-1, to and then the 76ers and Warriors at 20-1. to Imagine that, a KD reunion in the Bay. Pelicans 30-1, to Trailblazers and the Bulls at 45-1. to and the number five story that you need to know as a better is that Joe Burrow, a.k.a. Joe Burr, is back on the practice field. This is after three weeks on the sidelines due to the appendectomy that he underwent earlier on this summer. All of his reps, though, came during the seven-on-seven period where he took more reps than head coach Zach Taylor had anticipated. Burrow is not expected to play in the preseason, so for the first time that we'll see the reigning comeback player of the year will be week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers in that home contest where they are six-and-a-half-point favorites. We're likely not going to see Burrow's backup Brandon Allen either this Sunday in the preseason against the New York Giants after he suffered a concussion in their game against the Arizona Cardinals this past weekend. Right now, the Giants, five-and-a-half-point road favorites in that contest. So those are the five stories that you need to know as a better as we sit here on this Monday, August 15th. And because it is a Monday, it's time to overreact. We had a full slate of NFL games. So let's get to overreaction Monday in the National Football League. And the number one story that we need to overreact to is Trey Lance, 49ers second year quarterback. Is Trey Lance a legitimate MVP candidate? In my opinion, it's not an overreaction. Lance, in his preseason debut this year, 4 of 5 for 92 yards and a touchdown pass against the Green Bay Packers. He connected with Danny Gray on a 76-yard TD pass in that game. And look, the potential is there for Trey Lance. I get the uncertainty because he's only started two games so far in his NFL career, but the situation is as ideal as you'd want for a young quarterback. He has an elite play caller in Kyle Shanahan. He draws them up with the best of them in the NFL. Also, a good offensive line. They got some talented playmakers with George Kittle, Debo Samuel. Brandon Ayuk has been really good all throughout training camp so far this year. I've already bet on Trey Lance actually to win MVP at 50 to 1. Get this. The week after the Super Bowl, Lance was 200 to 1 over at Caesars William Hill to win MVP. 200 to 1 was a crazy price, but we didn't know if they were going to try to get Tom Brady or if Jimmy Garoppolo was going to come back. There was so much uncertainty in February. So hindsight, of course, being 2020, but there's some big monster numbers out there on Trey Lance. I don't think that it's an overreaction to call him an MVP candidate because he is on a really good team that is thought of as a Super Bowl contender. And if you're on a Super Bowl contending team as a quarterback, your hat should be in the ring when we're talking about the league's most valuable player. Another storyline that we got to overreact to here is Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett should be Pittsburgh's week one starter. I think this is a little bit of an overreaction. Let's remember that Kenny Pickett, folks, despite being impressive in his preseason debut, was mainly facing threes and fours. These are guys who are not going to be in the NFL. So while he looked good going 13 of 15 for 95 yards and two touchdowns and also throwing the game-winning touchdown pass, I think we got to pump the brakes just a little bit. I mean, think back to where we were at this time last week when all the reports about Kenny Pickett was that he was struggling in Steelers camp and that Trubisky was kind of the leader in the clubhouse by default because all the quarterbacks were struggling. And all the quarterbacks played pretty well, by and large, 
in their win over the Seattle Seahawks on Saturday night. I mean, the fans were chanting Kenny Pickett's name because he is the guy who went to Pitt. He played in that stadium before. He's comfortable there. The people know him. They're really rooting for him. He's the first-round pick. Everybody wants to see him on the field, but I think we got to pump the brakes here. Kenny Pickett probably needs a little bit more time to groom and get more time to get a little bit more seasoned before he steps onto the NFL field. Right now at DraftKings, he's actually the co-favorite to be Offensive Rookie of the Year, which in my opinion is a little bit wild seeing that he's probably not going to be on the field early on in the season, probably October at the earliest before we see Kenny Pickett. The next storyline, also a Pittsburgh Steeler, Steelers wide receiver George Pickens will be their number one wide receiver this season. I think this is also a slight overreaction as well. Pickens has some big-time ability, and we knew that. He was a five-star recruit coming out of high school, played on that Georgia Bulldogs national title team last year. But the Steelers have some pretty good wide receivers in their own right with Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson. Now, Pickens in his debut against the Seahawks had three catches for 43 yards and a sweet toe-tap touchdown in the corner but I still think that Pickens will probably be wide receiver three maybe late in the year you see him wide receiver two for the Steelers as that second guy from the target share but I don't see him being the wide receiver one in year one maybe year two for George Pickens the next one this one's near and dear to my heart the Dallas Cowboys will miss the playoffs I don't think it's an overreaction or an underreaction I think it's just a legitimate reaction you don't want to read too much into what you see in the preseason, but the Cowboys look like an absolute mess Saturday night in their loss to the Denver Broncos. I mean, get this. They committed 17 penalties in that loss to Denver. This is the team that last year led the league in penalties in 2021. They're already a prime regression candidate after all the turnovers that they forced last year. Combine that with the injuries they have at wide receiver and an offensive line that's not really rock solid just yet. Maybe, just maybe, this Cowboys team loses the division to a team that a lot of people are hot on in the Philadelphia Eagles, myself included. I think this Eagles team has a chance to be really good. And if the Cowboys don't win the division, if they're not careful, they might miss out on that sixth or seventh wildcard slot. So the Dallas Cowboys missing the playoffs, very, very possible with the way that they commit penalties on the field. And the final one I want to bounce off of you guys here is the New York Jets should consider moving on from injury-prone quarterback Zach Wilson. I think this is an overreaction. Reports are that Wilson should be able to return this season, which if you're the Jets, you have to let this thing play out. The meniscus tear and the bone bruise should keep him out for week one against the Ravens, and we've seen the line already react in that manner. Right now, Baltimore laying seven in the Meadowlands for that game on September 11th. But the goal this year, beyond winning, beyond achieving any sort of team success, is to find out what Zach Wilson is at quarterback. The roster is set up for him to do well. So despite the injury issues that we've seen from Zach Wilson early on in his career, I mean, think back to last year. He missed four games due to injuries in 2021. I think the general manager, Joe Douglas, and the head coach, Robert Sala, should ride this thing out and find out what Wilson is because if he's not the guy, you'd rather know this year than to push that decision into 2023. So in my opinion, don't move on from Zach Wilson. I know there's reports of maybe Jimmy Garoppolo because he knows Mike LaFleur and that offense from the 49ers. But I think Zach Wilson is the guy you got to ride out with in 2022, despite that probably not being a possibility early on in the season with the bone bruise and the meniscus tear. So that is the overreaction Monday. It feels good, man. NFL games are back. We can overreact and bounce back all these ideas off of each other. But hey, we're just getting warmed up on my guys in the desert. Don't you go away. Vinny Maiulo, odds maker of the South Point, joining us. Talk all things NFL preseason here on VCMB Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know. But I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." 
Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. This is My Guys in the Desert coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And joining us, our first guest on the program this afternoon, Vinny Maiulo over at the South Point, the odds maker there. Vinny, good to see you as always. And I want to start with the preseason totals because in week one, we saw the over go 14-3. and three. And as an odds maker and myself as a better, I'm almost wondering, is there something that you think we missed with all the scoring or was it just random that we saw all these games fly over the total? Poor play, Femi. Uh, <laughs> by threes and fours in particular, I think. No, I mean, obviously guys fighting for their jobs. Um, yeah, you know, Femi, I thought that you hit on a key point in, in, your, in your first segment talking about overreactions and things like that. Um, uh, certainly don't want to do that, uh, but we do obviously have to make adjustments. But there's two aspects, uh, two elements from our side of the counter in terms of of adjustments. It's not just what took place and what the final scores turned out to be, but how were those games bet? And for the most part, believe it or not, they were bet over. Uh, in fact, uh, I was just talking to a couple of, of customers on my way into the studio here at the South Point where they were talking about they didn't have a, a, a whole lot of success on the sides, uh, you know, given to, uh, with, the, with the point spreads. Uh, however, they uh, they did have success with uh, with the totals. They loved betting uh, betting them over, and they did. So, two elements again: what were the results, and how were they bet? Now, uh, when you look at it, last week uh, we had uh, the highest total on the board. Last week was 36. Mm-hmm. We've only got two games this coming week uh, where they're uh, below 40. Uh, we've got uh, two games uh, at 38, and that uh, it's going to be the. Uh, uh, the uh, Texans and Rams game, and then the uh, uh, the Cowboys Chargers game this week will be. Uh, but every other game will be forty or higher. And so uh, again, adjustments made by virtue of uh, what we saw last week and the way that uh, the betters did uh, uh, did play them. How was the volume for week one of the preseason? Because I'm always curious to see who's betting this. I know I bet it. I bet dabble just a little bit, not going too crazy. But if you can follow the news, you can find some pretty good value. Yeah, you hit on a key point, too. I mean, it's about following it. And the best news, Femi, is watching 
uh, coaches, coaches press conferences. You get those, you know, 15 minute sound bites about, you know, who, what the coaches' philosophies are for, uh, for what they're going to do that particular week. Who, which starters are going to play, if any? Uh, and again, we didn't see a lot of stars, but you also want to pay attention to. You know, there are coaches that do put more credence into the preseason, and frankly, betters have followed that. I mean, look at, you know, John Harbaugh is the greatest example. I mean, mm-hmm. we've, I mean, I know every every show we're talking about it, but you can't you can't dismiss it. I want to say it's like 20 straight uh, preseason victories, and I think about 18 of them are covers. So you just can't ignore that, right? Um, this was the first uh, Rams victory in a while under McVay because he really does not put a lot of credence uh, into the preseason. You also want to look at. Uh, teams that have quarterback battles, right, and and see how they're uh, how they're going about their business. So Carolina is a great example there. But watching uh, the reports coming out of teams, whether it's uh, media report or, or uh, PR reports from the teams themselves or the coaches. Uh, press conferences and no sound bites, you get a pretty good idea. And that's why these games move so much quicker, too, Femi. Mm-hmm. We don't have the, the same limits, obviously, in the preseason that we do during the regular season. You know, in the regular season, we'll have 10 times the limits we have here, and the games move much quicker. And by virtue of that, uh, you know, the, that, that betting and those aspects that you remember, you see a lot of flip of favorites, too, where, you know, a team may open up uh, today. We're putting up, uh, you know, next week's uh, week two's games. You know, you may see a team as a, as a two-point favorite initially. Uh, they may close as a two-point dog. And, and you see a lot of numbers run that way. And they run a lot quicker as well. So paying attention to all those elements is what comes into play. Yeah, I've already seen that with the Carolina Panthers and New England Patriots. New England opened three. Now Carolina's laying two in Foxborough. So we've already seen that so early on with the lines going up today there. Is there a week two game that gave you the most trouble in making a number here for this preseason slate? No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I think there's a classic example where, you know, again, we put them up a little bit later uh, just watching that run, but that also says, you know, listen, uh, you know, Belichick. Well, the interesting thing about, about the Patriots, too, is they've got two, two people calling off the offense, right, so far, mm-hmm. um, which I think – I don't think it's created problems for them. I didn't think – I really didn't think it was a, a hiccup or anything. Uh, but, no, I, I think – uh, the the game that I, I looked at uh, uh, with a little bit more uh, in, or a little bit more in depth I think is the Cowboys. I don't know if we really saw what you know, the Cowboys were absolutely awful last week. Now listen, we yeah. know that a lot you know starters did not play for them, uh, but 17 penalties. You have to believe that's going to be cleaned up, right, Femi? So I think there'll be some support for the Cowboys at some point this week. Uh, although the Chargers are getting a lot of love. Uh, in, uh, in you know certainly in the future book, and we know the Chargers are going to be a, a, a good team. We we figure them to be a good team, uh, but I don't think you know you, you don't want to overthink it either. Just just trying to get an idea of who's going to play. That's going to be the key factors. Yeah, we're speaking with Vinny Maiulo, odds maker over at the South Point. I don't think it's a safe assumption that we can make the Cowboys cleaning up those penalties because they led the league in penalties last year <laughs> and they start with 17 penalties yeah. in, the, in the preseason. So maybe they don't care, and that's shown in the in the results here. Uh, but how do you guys go about handling these week one numbers in the regular season based on guys getting injured? Because we saw Zach Wilson go down Friday yeah. night with a non-contact injury. Are these things where you're, while also watching these preseason games, you're keeping a mindful eye of what's going on in the regular season markets as well? Yeah, great point. Uh, I mean, and obviously when, uh, when you look at that game, uh, you know, the Ravens are now adjusted. This game, and don't forget, the game is at uh, the Jets are the home team that day. I mean, we opened that game uh, several months ago with the uh, Ravens as five-point favorites. There was some support for the Ravens initially, uh, but now there's an adjustment as well with Zach Wilson probably being out. That game is a touchdown now. So what the best thing to do is during these preseason games is almost hold up on week one in the event that the starters do play and that there is an injury, or the minute you hear about an injury, you've got to hold up uh, – uh, uh, on that uh, on that game, and then make an adjustment there. But uh, you know, for the most part, the good thing is that NFL Week One. By the time these games do kick off, Emmy, that they will have been up for uh, almost four months, and yeah. so you've got a lot of t- uh, a lot of time to adjust and things like that. But you do have to proceed with caution and pay very close attention to not only injuries that uh, take place in the preseason games, but also what happens in, in practice as well. I mean, look at the, the Bears. 
the Bears have, I, I want to say there's, uh, you know, over uh, seven guys or, or more. I think they have 11 key injuries already so far, mm-hmm. and most of those came, uh, came before their uh, preseason game the other day against Kansas City. Vinny, I could talk NFL all day, but I also wanted to ask you about some college football because we saw the AP preseason top 25 poll come out earlier this morning. Alabama, surprise, surprise, number one ranked team. But last week, you guys put up the college football playoff national title group props, which is always interesting to see how these things are paired up. Uh, Bama, Texas, Notre Dame, Utah, the favorite at plus 150. Ohio State, Clemson, Texas A&M, Oregon, plus 200. Georgia, USC, Oklahoma, Michigan, plus 350. And then the field at 18 to 1. We got a couple minutes left here, Vinny, but which group has seen the most action since you put these up last week? Well, uh, I, what, a, what a news breaking uh, flash. So Alabama's number one, huh? What a shock. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I've got to tell you. So when we put these up, when we started doing this a few years ago, we had. Uh, uh, initially, a few years back, Chris Andrews, our director here, Jimmy Vaccaro, and myself, we got together and we took about four, uh, four uh, teams in college football and said it's them against the field. Then we started to put them uh, into groups. We actually did it with college basketball, and we'll do it again with college basketball this mm-hmm. year at some point. Uh, but when we put these together, you're really breaking it down to where, you know, it's, we, we don't put the polls, take the polls into consideration. We take our power ratings, right? Because remember, and we'll talk more about this as the season goes on, Femi, polls don't determine prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but we tried to break it out to where the top teams in terms of what we believe from our power ratings and how they've been betting future book, we wanted to separate them. And that's Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia. We wanted to, you know, mix them up. I mean, Clemson, we put in with uh, with Ohio State but if you look at this the team or the the group that's gotten the most actions over the course of the weekend and we put this up on Friday was the field and wow. now who does, who's in the field Miami uh, LSU and Utah now Utah the favorite in the uh, Pac-12 uh, obviously and a lot of folks are, are high on them uh, even though SC has gotten some uh, some play in uh, in terms of the future book there's a lot of excitement about uh, USC uh, LSU initially got some play, uh, you know, with uh, with Kelly uh, now taking over the reins there. But now there's you know, obviously, uh, you know, we've heard some uh, some things, uh, you know, brewing out of uh, Baton Rouge that may mm-hmm. not be leaning towards uh, towards LSU. But they got some initial play. But Miami, Miami, uh, I have to tell you, Miami's gotten quite a bit of uh, interest uh, from folks in the future book. Uh, they opened at 100 to one last winter. They're down to 40, Femi. Wow. The field in college football when it's usually the chalk that prevails. Interesting stuff there. He is Vinny Mayula, odds maker over at the South Point. Vinny, we appreciate the time, and we hope to talk soon. Good to be with you, Femi. All right, stick with us. Reed Fowler of DraftKings in studio next here on Visa. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN College Football Guide is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, divinage finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is My Guys in the Desert coming to you from the VEASAN studios at the Circle Resort and Casino. Femi at Bebefe in for Stormy Bonantoni. And joining us now in studio yes. for not one, but two seconds, Reed Fowler of DraftKings NFL and PGA analyst. Reed, we appreciate the time. How's Vegas been treating oh, you? Oh, it's been fantastic, <laughs> Femi. A little hot, a little humid, actually, <laughs> yes. which is not what I experience usually when I'm here. Mm-hmm. Got Saw the thunder, saw the you know the lightning a little bit. Uh, got rained on just a touch, not really a lot, but uh, <laughs> it's interesting. It's it's a blast. And being at Circa, I mean, looking behind yes. us, it's... First it's, time, too, it's here, fantastic. right? fantastic. First time, yep. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Every time I'm always curious to talk to people when their first time they come out to Circa because yeah. you see the photos and you can see someone you watch Vison what the background kind of looks like, but when you actually get here, it's I mean it's awe inspiring. It's like oh my goodness, this is the the scale, just the, not, <laughs> yeah. not even the scale of the screen, family, but the scale mm-hmm. of the sports book, the you know the 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 stadium swim, yes, the whole nine here mm-hmm. at Circa. So Circa, if you want to. You know, do a partnership. It's at Reed T. Found out. Just kidding. Uh, it's fan- it's fantastic, Femi. I was gonna say, get it while you're here, man. Might as well try. Um, let's get into some yeah. NFL discussion, though, because I know you're big into the season long player player props. I should say. Uh, also, the futures. You've placed some bets on those as well. And let's start on the player props. We'll get into the futures in just a little bit here. You got some position guys that you've sort of eyed, and I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, so the mm-hmm. first one that's on the list, C.D. Lamb, really intrigues me. You like C.D. Lamb to be productive in this wide receiver one role, which will be the first time for him with the Cowboys, at least. Right, and you look at just what he did not on a full season, right? He's been banged up. So a lot of this mm-hmm. is predicated, all of these props are predicated on if they can stay healthy. That's yeah. always the, the big asterisk by everyone's name is if this guy can stay healthy. And if you take a look, at what CeeDee Lamb had done over the 13 or 14 games, 112 targets, 25% target per route run. That's the biggest metric in football, especially for wide receiver, that you have to figure out, that you really want to hone in on. If he plays all of the, the 17 games, and let's say 16, hopefully he's not playing in the mm-hmm. 17th, he's on track to get that alpha wide receiver role at 140 targets, 9.2 yards per target last season, just on those numbers alone, that puts him mm-hmm. over the 11, 11, 11.75 and a half uh, receiving prop at minus 120 on the DK Sportsbook. Cooper is gone. Cedric Wilson is gone. We don't know exactly what, what Ezekiel Elliott's role is going to be. We know that Tony Pollard is going to be factored in. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be playing in the slot a lot more. That leaves, I mean, C.D. Lamb to basically be that guy in that offense. Does it concern you any? Because as a Cowboys fan, I'm a little concerned that the fact that Cooper's gone, Gallup is not going to be back until maybe October at the earliest. I wonder if defenses are going to be so keyed in on C.D. Lamb that maybe it's Dalton Schultz that ends up eating yeah. up all those targets or anything like that. Like that's a concern. Like I, I'm not saying it's apples to apples. We mm-hmm. take a look at Devontae Adams, right? In any alpha wide receiver role and what his separation per man coverage is or zone coverage, you also have to look at that metric. If you're if you're honing in on Look, the defenses could just look at number 88 and say, just take him out of the game, make everyone else beat us. Yeah. But that's how good he is, right? He was he was getting that kind of coverage. Like Cooper's been banged up, you know, historically mm-hmm. throughout his entire career. So when he was out or when he would miss snaps, you saw that defenses could hone in on a guy like uh, on a guy like Lamb, and still he was still able to produce. Again, it's up to the office. It's up to how this scheme is going to work without the receivers because it hasn't yet we haven't seen it without yeah. a handful of wide receivers and cedric wilson i think is a bigger loss than most people are thinking about uh and uh, cooper is one of the best route runners but mm-hmm. cd like it's just a matter of volume right if he's going to do it across 16 games I like that quite a bit. Yeah, they're going to need him quite a bit as well because James Washington suffers the injury early on in camp. Jalen Tolbert, a, a rookie that some people are high on, um, mm-hmm. if he can play well, they're going to really need it because the Dallas Cowboys right now, they're the favorites to win the NFC East, but that gap is starting to shrink a little bit from what we saw in March now as we sit here on August 15th. Uh, there's a running back for the LA Rams that you are looking to fade. Who is it and why? Cam Akers. Uh, and look, when you look at just the numbers on what he did last year from a touch basis, you think, wow, the Rams really love this guy. And he came back from an Achilles injury last season, which puts him on track to start this season, right? If he missed all of last season, went into offseason without what basically, you know, getting that that geared up, you would have thought, oh, is he ready to play the start of the season? But he, he was mm-hmm. a factor late the last season, especially in the postseason. But you take a look at what he did on the production side, 2.3 carries, excuse me, 2.5 yards per carry and 2.3 yards after contact per carry. Those are both well below average. So you take a look at what he does. And on top of that, they still love Daryl Henderson. They still want to factor him in as well. We know that, yes, you know, Stafford's elbow is a concern and a lot of a lot of markets will will try to shift to that. A lot of a lot of the public will say will think, well, Cooper Cup can't be that guy. Matthew Stafford, his shoulder is or his elbow is ruined. Those things tend to rubber band, and it's not necessarily true, right? It's it's a, it's a matter of public perception. When you take a look at Cam Akers specifically, like I just go back to Daryl Henderson when he was the guy, and Cam Akers was hurt, and Sony Michelle was in. Mm-hmm. He was 
he was that player for Sean McVay. He's spoken highly of a guy like Darrell Henderson. And on top of that, look, they deploy multiple running backs. Yeah. They always have. So that's the other thing that worries me. And do they want to factor in a guy like Allen Robinson a lot more, right? So when you look at 895 and a half, I know it's low. It's minus 115 on the, on the DK Sportsbook. I just think when you take a look at the totality, and then the Achilles injury, right? I haven't mm-hmm. even mentioned, that's the, the heart for a running back. That's the hardest injury to come back from. So I'm going to go under there. And to your point, Sean McVay just told the media earlier this afternoon that Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson are both dealing with soft tissue injuries. McVay said neither will practice until they can be full speed and team drills. Didn't set a timeline for either of them to come back to practice. Yeah. So that goes to show you that, that usually those guys that have the ACL or the Achilles, the year afterwards, a soft tissue injury tends to pop up because you almost kind of overcompensate in a sense there for Akers. So obviously we're hoping for health for mm-hmm. Cam Akers there, but that just goes to show you what the, he's dealing with as well in that Rams backfield. We're hanging out with Reed Fowler here of DraftKings NFL and PGA analyst. Uh, there's an NFC East wide receiver for the New York Giants, and this mm. team really fascinates me because Brian Dayball coming over from Buffalo. We saw that offense with the Bills. It was high-flying, a lot of uh, plus EV play calling mm-hmm. with the passes and all that stuff on the early downs. And Kadarius Toney could have a massive year because of what he's able to do athletically with the ball in his hands. Oh. Why are you buying into him? I mean, you take a look at just the profile, right? You have to look at athletic talent. Second year wideouts as well, and this is true for fantasy, for, mm-hmm. for props, but also specifically for the player in this position, second year wide receivers take a quantum leap in production. And look at what he did in his rookie season in one of the worst offenses that we saw, uh, we've seen, yeah. right? It was putrid. Second in missed tackles of force per reception, 10th in yards after catch per reception, 15th and yards per route run. You put those together in Brian Dabble's positive EV offense. Mm-hmm. And like, what if, like, and this is a long tail, right, of what Kadarius, Kadarius Tony could do. On the DK Sportsbook right now, he's plus 10,000, Femi, to be the leading receiver in terms of yards in the NFL. Wow. And he has that, that ability, the yards after the catch, like a Tyreek Hill, right? And if Brian Dabble's offense, and look, what if Terod Taylor starts? That could be something mm-hmm. that we consider. But even if he doesn't, Danny Dimes is someone that targeted him close to 30% target per route run for Kadarius Tony. Even if that rubber band's back to about 25%, 24%, he is fantastic. Dabble's, uh, his offense in, in Buffalo uh, over-expected 7, 7.5% of the time over the past two years in terms of throwing, right? So mm-hmm. he is he is throwing on first and second down. He isn't throwing yeah. on third, right? So that's what you love about what Dabble can bring to this offense, and he is clearly that guy in that offense that can be the X factor. And I think with this Giants team that a lot of people almost forget is that they were hurt quite a bit in that receiver room last year. There's talented players there. Now, Kenny Galladay has been a little shaky over the past couple years, but Tony Shepard, if Saquon Barkley bounces back, this is an offense that if Daniel Jones could just protect the football, maybe it can be a little bit better than we all expect. Right, exactly. And look at Danny, I mean, Daniel Jones, in terms of draft capital, right? That's what we have to take a look at. And again, mm-hmm. you can d- debate whether he should have gone as high as he did. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was just a marriage, you know, a match made in heaven with, with Gettleman and Daniel Jones. <laughs> Love know, at first sight. <laughs> a la Eli Manning. Uh, but you take a look at what he can do, right? He obviously profiled nicely in that draft class. Whatever you want to say about the draft class and the quarterbacks, mm-hmm. he was still a guy that went very high. And so the Giants, it would... They didn't extend him, but it would behoove them to make sure that he is efficient. And when you don't have to necessarily throw it 12, and that's why I don't like Galladay's props or really Galladay for any uh, fantasy, mm-hmm. whatever you want, whatever uh, whatever you're you're working with. I don't really like him because of that. Daniel Jones doesn't profile as someone who throws it down the field. Yeah. Right. And, and Galladay can't necessarily win one on one. So give me Kadarius Tony everywhere. Yeah, Tony, he could have a very, very big year, which me as a Cowboys fan, I don't really like to hear that, but we got to face the facts with facts. You know? uh, Reed Fowler is going to hang out with us for another segment as we wrap up the show on the other side. This is My Guys in the Desert on VCMV Sports Betting Network. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of My Guys in the Desert is presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline's a little bit different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is the final segment of My Guys in the Desert here at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe, Reed Fowler in from DraftKings for a couple segments as we wrap up the show. And we were talking during the break here, and you said you are a Las Vegas Raiders fan. I am. Uh, are you optimistic about this Devontae Adams-led offense now with so, Derek Carr and Adams, the Fresno State connection here's back the thing, together? Femi, being a Dallas fan, you can, you can probably empathize with me. You never get your hopes up too high, yes. right? You you think, oh, the, the sky's the limit. But if you're Jordan, the, the sky's the, the roof's the ceiling, yeah. right? And that's really how you have to think with the Raiders because for a long time, and I think two and a half decades is if I'm counting or if anybody's counting out there, or it's been it's been a minute since we've had some success. Yeah. Uh, so I am cautiously optimistic. Everyone's got to stay healthy. I said that in the last segment, but I, I'm excited. I'm excited that there's a new regime. You're starting to acquire these these guys like Chandler Jones and mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, uh, I'm really excited. Yeah, no, the Raiders, it should be a pretty big year, at least from a scoring standpoint, with what they have there. Adams, Waller, Renfro, I mean, that's a trio that's going to be as t- very difficult to try to stop there. <laughs> you mentioned the cautious optimism for the Cowboys. I think I go into every season pessimistic, then all of a sudden they win two games and I'm right back on the train. That's kind of how it rolls. Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. Two weeks in, <laughs> hey, here we go. And then, of course, the inevitable failure come January. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Let's talk about some teams that might have some success heading into the postseason this year. And this is a team that I I have not been able to figure out this offseason, and I've heard a lot of arguments, uh, mainly on the positive side. The Minnesota Vikings, this Vikings team, uh, now with the first-year head coach Kevin O'Connell, expecting big things from that offense with Mike Zimmer now gone. Where are you at with this Vikings team, and are you buying in on O'Connell, who has not only been a head coach, he's never called plays in the NFL? Yeah, so there's a couple where I, I really like the, the Minnesota Vikings. One is O'Connell to win Coach of the Year, and I'll get to that in a little bit, but mm-hmm. also the Vikings to win the division at plus 265, 
right now, look, it's been Green Bay's for the longest time. We know that. Yeah. Um, and they're right there. And this might be more more so the, the delta between Green Bay and Minnesota in terms of value on the Vikings at plus 265. There were so they're they're in so many one score games, right? This season and last Femi. If you take mm-hmm. a, if you just think about the Vikings, you're like, oh yeah, they lost that one game by three points, or they lost it by six, or Zimmer, you know, kicked it, you know, on the 50 yard line and at, <laughs> on fourth and one, and they end up losing the game. Now that that regime is out, right? That mentality is out, and you bring someone like Kevin O'Connell. And look, both Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson had fantastic seasons last year mm-hmm. by metric standpoints. So I don't necessarily think that they can overachieve, but look on the defensive side. Daniel Hunter's been out for two years, and he's still 27. Now they bring in Zadarius Smith from Green Bay. So now you bookend those that defensive line, especially in this division. And also the defense, too, has been banged up. That secondary has been banged up. Yeah. That, that linebacking core has always been hurt. Anthony Barr, Eric Hendricks have dealt with injuries. They haven't been on the lucky side of the injury bug, and if if things really work to that uh, to that you know that to skew that way, mm-hmm. then look at that team to really perform. And this offense, right? The Rams were fifth in points scored last year, second in touchdowns, fifth lowest in interceptions. Now I'm not saying that Cousins is Stafford, but if O'Connell can bring that to this this offense, I think I'm pretty bullish on the Vikings right now. Yeah, the ceiling is high, which is what I very much admit here for this Vikings team. If O'Connell can bring over what McVay did in L.A., then they have the talent to be able to do that. I'm just – I don't know if I can get there just quite yet. I want to see it first yeah. before – and it might be something that for, I think for me, I'll probably – game one or game two, if I see the success early on, I'm like, okay, now I can buy in on this one. But right now, I don't think I can get there. Uh, Justin Jefferson, he – a lot of people love him for Offensive Player of the Year. Do you also like him for that award? Or Boy, I, I mean, it's hard to not. Yeah. Right, like I mentioned, situation's awesome. <laughs> the situation is extremely awesome. You know, KJ Osborne, I think, is going to also have a quantum leap in his production. Mm-hmm. If you look at what O'Connell did with the Rams, a lot of three wide receiver wide receiver sets. So mm-hmm. when you have just that much production going around, and on top of that, very early in the offseason, right, uh, Justin Jefferson came out and said O'Connell wants this to be a pass first offense, and if that's the case, Justin Jefferson by all metrics, is you know, can easily be the best wide receiver in the NFL. And mm-hmm. the offensive player, that we know it's wide receiver, if not quarterback uh, position, or excuse me, award. Absolutely. J.J. is, is awesome. The NFC South is an interesting division because a lot of folks believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to walk away with this one for the second year in a row. You're playing against that. Which team are you betting on to take a strike at TB12 and the Bucs? Yeah, it's the Saints. The Saints at plus 310. Like, I wasn't on this to begin with either. And then I was, you know, my colleagues kind of convinced me to look at it a little bit closer. And again, this is more so the value and the delta between the Buccaneers and the Saints. The Bucs are minus 250 or close. Yeah, minus 250 right Mm -hmm. now. To win the division, I don't think the Saints are five points higher than that, or that delta should be five points. When you mm-hmm. take a look at that defense, it's still going to be strong. It's one of the best defenses in the NFL if they can sustain that production throughout the year. And Dennis Allen, the same thing. He and Kevin O'Connell are really good candidates for Coach of the Year. If they can get past the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and win that division, I think those, I think those are two bets that you can uh, parlay together or just take you know, you know, uh, individually and, and it can it can reap benefits. Uh, just if you take a look at the Saints, you know they just the, the defense is what I is what I, I'm really honing in on. And Jameis mm-hmm. Winston is a quarterback. He's not great, but being in that offense two years now uh, and being an efficient right an efficient quarterback yes. with the ball, <laughs> getting back Mike Thomas, getting some young talent in there in the wide receiving core. I think this team has a lot to play for. You know, it's interesting with this Saints team. I always look at them and I say, if you were to remove the head coach and the quarterback, now these are obviously the two most important positions in an organization, but if you take them out of the equation and just looked at the rest of the roster, the Saints probably have a top five roster in the NFL. They are that good. You mentioned the defense. There's no holes there. The wide receivers with Chris Olave now, with Michael Thomas, the training camp reports have been pretty positive for him as well. This team can really take off. Well, Alvin Kamara is a big sort of we'll wait and see. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, mm-hmm. But if something where he's playing this season, boy, like like you mentioned, at plus 310, I think what I think the public and the books are saying exactly what you're talking about. Coach and quarterback, different. Well, let's, let's fade them. But I think the Saints at this number at plus 310, I think it's a solid bet. Yeah, to me, they feel like a playoff team, and I don't hate it if taking that plus 310 to win the division, especially with Tampa's 
early portion of the season, which is a really difficult schedule there uh, for the Buccaneers. We got a few minutes left here, Reed. I wanted to get some PGA thoughts from you because mm-hmm. you're a part of the PGA Tour Live broadcast. You can see that over on ESPN Plus, uh, wherever you get all your streaming services. This past weekend, over in Memphis, the FedEx St. Jude Championship won Will Zalatoris, a golfer that you have been heavily invested in this year, <laughs> finally gets it done in a dramatic playoff with Sepp Straka. When the ball was bouncing uh, on the water, like what, what, was, what was going through your head during that playoff? Here's another runner-up finish for, <laughs> yeah. for, my, uh, for my betting, my aggregate betting card. No, I mean, when that ball was bouncing on the rocks, 99.9% of the time, that's going in the water, yeah. right? And... Will Zalatoris has had enough negative where he's been on the other side of variance. So maybe these were the, the proverbial golf gods saying, yes. you've been on the negative side. Here's a little <laughs> bit of the positive. What, what won him the tournament was his putting, especially down the stretch. He mm-hmm. made a bunch of par putts that were that saved his you-know-what. Sepp Schrocker played fantastic. He made one or two bad shots. And, you know, Will Zalatoris finally gets past that. And you, you see what happens now on the PGA when Scotty Scheffler, a guy like Will Zalatoris, Andrew Shoffley, Tony mm-hmm. Finau, they can go back to back to back. So, Will Zalatoris this week, watch out. You know, it felt like the golf gods were like, Will, it's your time. We're not going to let you finish second because <laughs> he it, tried. He tried. He definitely <laughs> tried to finish second, but not, not this time. After the PGA, the U.S. Open, uh, I believe the Farmers earlier yep. in the year when he lost the, Masters, the playoffs, the Masters. A years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's been, you know, Cinderella story, but uh, he's been the bridesmaids many a times. Ma- many a times indeed. We got about a minute left here. Any quick thoughts on the BMW Championship this weekend over in Delaware? Uh, guys I like, Justin Thomas and uh, Joaquin. Neiman, but it's a new course at, at uh, uh, Wilmington Country Club there, so it should be interesting when that happens. There's a lot of different ways this course can play, mm-hmm. uh, but you take a look at, at the board right now, there's, I mean, obviously the books know that there's only about 8 to 10 guys that they think could win this golf tournament, Yeah, <laughs> right? So if that's the case, and that's usually the case when it comes down to where, we at in the, where we're at in the season, so Justin Thomas probably my favorite at the top there. Yeah, I thought JT played pretty well this past weekend. Rom also kind of emerged yeah. as well. So if Rombo's getting back into this thing cool. here, uh, you would know that he can play really well when he gets hot. So uh, it's been a down season for him at least. But uh, I thought ever since the U.S. Open when he got that double bogey on 18 in the yeah. third round, that just set him off and, and hasn't been able to find a stroke. But he played well this weekend. All right, that does it for the show as we're up against it here. Reed Fowler, check him out over at DraftKings NFL and PGA Analyst. Excellent information we hope that you enjoyed your trip here in Vegas. Safe travels yeah, back home. Appreciate it. And I we- might just I might just come home with you, fam. I might just stay here. <laughs> exactly. Or Circa. He's going to stay here now. in Circa. <laughs> Thank you to Vinny Maiulo as well, odds maker over at the South Point. That does it for the show. Our entire crew here at Circa wishing you all the best with your bets later this evening. Coming up next, Rush Hour with Danny Burke here on VCD the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 